Okay. Um, hey guys, welcome to another episode of Reality the Pod. My name is Trash Can Tam. And she girl, Dr. Shady Shay. And we are and here we today. Tired. What? We are tired. I stayed up all night last night. I couldn't get to sleep till like five or six o'clock in the morning. And it wasn't that I wasn't sleepy. I'm yawning. My eyes are heavy. Like everything is working in my favor to get this sleep. And, and was no. you high? No. Well, that's why. So I, I just found a half a piece of eight pen to get through this episode. <laughs> oh, I you didn't go to the dispensary? Funny bag, but I haven't been. Well, I was supposed to go Saturday, but you know how that was. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And then he wanted to go today, but again, I've been up all night. So I said no. So we agreed we'll go Friday. Oh, Bay came to your house today? Uh-uh. He oh. was texting me earlier. He was out and about. He had to go take his mom a charger oh, okay. for her phone. So he was out and about. I have had an uneventful um, day. All past few days because um, I mean, what what else am I doing? I'm sitting in the house. Um, I'm starting to realize though that um, the more and more I work from home, the less and less I want to go back to work. But I think that's because um, I'm dealing with people's attitudes by rolling my eyes behind my screen. And like in, when the video chats happen, I just turn my camera off and I don't really want to show up to these meetings with a bra on. Like you don't need to know that I'm not listening. Usually horrible decisions or brilliant idiots or the read is on in the background because I'm muted and my camera's off. Because I'm not listening to this fuck shit that they're talking about. It's stupid. And I just would rather not. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'm in a little bit of a different realm when it comes to going back to work. I kind of am ready to go back to work, but not at the risk of my health or anybody near me, especially one of the children. So, though I'm a little stir crazy, would like to get back to normal. Shit ain't normal. Yeah, so I'm gonna be here. I don't think that it's going to be normal, like normal, normal for a very long time. I think I'm going to be in the house minding my good damn business. Because the comforts of normal ain't worth possibly dying or killing somebody else because I want to feel normal. I mean, I've been seeing um, some of your friends going out to karaoke and things of that nature, and I just don't feel comfortable with doing that. Like, I don't feel comfortable, like, going out and sharing, like, a mic with someone. I don't know who you've been around. Like, those things make me uncomfortable, I guess. I agree. I just I, I can't I saw take that it risk. And I, I heard that the mic was being disinfected after each singer. But how, Sway? How? But I, I don't see it for that. Like, I'm gonna have to have my own mic. Yeah. Because I can't 
so the, the world is going to have to change. We're going to, there's going to be a new normal. I'm just hoping that that new normal is one where I can function in life and society and be as afraid of COVID as I am of the flu. Yeah, I just don't feel like they're coming out with the, you know, the vaccines and stuff like that at a rate that we would, you, you know, would be able to function in the world. But I also don't feel like the celebrity in chief um, is doing anything to rest our minds at it. I don't know. I hate talking about COVID. Let's move on. Um, Do you have any announcements? So... Jada and Jada brought herself to the red table. Now, b- before I say that, I wanted to say that I took it upon myself to go back and watch the, the August, September, October video with Angela. Because I wanted to understand some things that she had said in her red table talk. August doesn't really talk about her that much. And to be honest with you, he doesn't say anything out of disrespect or ill will to Will or Jada. Mm, I think him saying anything was out of disrespect and ill will towards Will and Jada. But we can get... What he... he, You didn't see it. So that's what I'm saying. Like, the way he was... The way he... The way it was even brought up to him, it it was all Angela. She just kind of worked it in and, and the way it happened and the way he responded... He danced around the response. And there's no better dance he, around the response than I'm not gonna answer that question. That's none of your business. Well, I mean, again, you would have had to see it to, to see what I'm like, okay, well, you know. All right. So and also this ain't something that we didn't fucking know. When Jaden in August, September, October was going down the red carpets a long time ago, we knew that um Will and Jada's marriage was on the rocks. We knew that he was kind. Of, they was kind of messing around. This is some. This is shit that we didn't know. We already knew. We just didn't have it confirmed. He didn't even really confirm it. I saw enough of the interview to know that he confirmed it. He didn't really confirm it. Not to me anyway. And so he gets Jada at the red table, and to me, and this is my personal opinion. I feel like Jada and Will looked awkward as fuck. It's an awkward as fuck situation. Felt like they wanted to be anywhere in the world, but at that table. I would have as well. I felt like they when they were talking I did appreciate Will calling her on her shit and being like, nah, nigga, no. Say what the fuck it was. It wasn't no damn entanglement. What it was, was it? What was it? And then she kind of admitted to it. and But they really surrounded the conversation, to me, around their marriage, and which is what they should have done. Well, that's what's being questioned. But their marriage, that's the, that's the thing. August, September, October did not mess with Jada while they were they were separated and I believe I will say something towards the effect of I was dumb with your ass if that ain't what the fuck he said he did <laughs> he said I was done with your ass I thought we were done done and she was like I didn't think it was salvageable either but we decided to take a separation for a 
undetermined amount of time the cooler heads prevail before we make a decision about our marriage. Um, and that's when August comes in with the situation with his health and initially he just he had was a was a family friend, I guess. And he was trying to Yeah. And uh Will and, and, and Jada got kind of took a liking to him or whatever. Uh, again, this is around the same time that they have these issues with their marriage. And um, Jada says, I just wanted to feel good. I think that August said, like, after they had kind of dismantled their, their entanglement, he was broken. But he had also had a situation happen with his sister that passed away and, you know, just... just the ongoing with his mother, all the meetings, the all the stuff that was going on with him, so he crushed him. It was it was interesting for me to see the di- the two different dynamics that they both have with the same situation. My only issue, and it's not such necessarily with the situation; it's just some of the way people are reacting to getting this libidity. Um. For some odd reason, the narrative is Jada took advantage of August. She's also broken. She's dealing with the dissolution of her marriage. She has her own personal issues from her childhood. Her best friend being murdered. All that shit. She's a broken person as well. In the midst of possibly ending her marriage because she's a broken person, it's very likely that two broken people just got together and was trauma bonding in their brokenness or he could have just as well took advantage of her brokenness. Cause I he... mean, let's be, let's be fair. When Jada, you know what I'm saying, had to watch Frankie get shot up by the police, you know what I'm saying, that shit traumatizing. You just on the bushes, riding about, slow and shit. You gotta watch the motherfucking police. You know what I'm saying? That shot your friend all just cold hearted in the street and shit. You know what I'm saying? That would have fucked me up too. I'm just saying, Jada got reason to have issues. She just don't fucking get shot the fuck up. That so yeah, fucked me mm-hmm. up too. I, listen, I'm just saying. I'm just. <sighs> listen, if you, you got any that, other church announcements, <laughs> if you saw your friend get shot up by the police, right? She was trying to run towards you, know what I'm saying? The bus. And you own the bus, bro. You own the bus. You got these steak ass brains in your hair. You trying to get rid of this shit. You trying to get lost. You got this money in your bag. That would have fucked me up, too. All I'm saying is, listen, that's a whole lot to bring into a marriage. You know what I mean? <sighs> and then, and then, and then, Will had to deal with Martin and shit. This motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? He don't know how to drive. He drive like a grandma and shit. You know what I'm saying? He got this husband, this wife, you know what I'm saying? These kids at home, you know, he always got to listen to this shit at work. You know what I'm saying? They brought a lot into their motherfucking relationship. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying, okay? And All Stars season five, episode five. No, that's the not what I'm saying. Family no, back no, wait, 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 wait. No, I want to go back. I am not for the I ain't touched no. that. Really? Don't really? say it. Say it off. Well, listen, I'm talking about Tupac. <laughs> you talk about fat at all. Well, I'm just saying. And th- but see, this is the part where, uh, where August, September, October got life fucked up. After Red Table Talk had, had happened, 
went on 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 Black Twitter and said something. He was trying to come for Kiki Palmer. Yeah, and 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 Kiki was like, "But my nigga, I I didn't say nothing to you." And then he just went on this long tirade about you know what I'm saying how she ain't shit. You know, go to play with your mammy and da da da, which was fucking disrespectful to me. Then to say, know. I know, I really know Kiki. It's all love, nigga. If it's all love, why are you coming for me like that on social media? Why did you and say then, that girl? Why you say that girl to play with our mammy? That's where that that's worse to get you fucked up. And if Kiki had any receipts on whatever it is that she was talking about and the way she addressed that shit on Instagram, let me tell you something. I, I Kiki is a way better person than me. I'd have drug your ass. I'd have drug your ass. Period. Now that's what August got to be wrong for me. Because that shit was unnecessary, the that shit that he pulled with Kiki. And now I'm hearing that he tried to get close to Beyonce when she was having her issues with Jay-Z. So now I'm seeing a a, a pattern of a bitch-ass nigga. Oof. Damn. That is so I got ridiculous. nothing for you. I don't know a song. I don't either, but... I'm I don't know you ever did a TV show. I don't know who the fuck you are outside of this recent social media drama. And that story about you breaking some whole thick cervix back in the day. Look. Wow. Big dick ain't enough. That's why your ass keep getting passed around. Because all you good for is, well, I ain't never fucked a dick that big before. And once it's done, All-Star Season 5, Episode 5. <laughs> Woo! Fuck you, bitch. Damn. Um... Well, on to the Charles family backyard bar, back, backyard ball. Uh, yo. <laughs> I said what I said. He's a bitch ass nigga. Hey. He's fuck number number four. <laughs> like nigga number four? Fuck nigga number four. Well, all right. Let's stop talking about them entanglements. Uh, Special guest this week was BB Rexa, but I, you know I don't really feel like there's a lot to talk about it in in Drag Race this week. Um, Not the, the Ronas. <coughs> just got uh, a little something down there. Excuse me, y'all. Um. So. So we had the Child's Family Backyard Ball this week, and we had RuPaul's sisters, Ro- Rizzy and Renee. Was so shout excited. Out to those names. Those are, they, and they all look just alike. Oh, yes. They all look just alike. And uh, BB Rexa was our special guest of the week. Um, basically, the girls Super had to, the Basically, the girls had to basically come up with two original outfits. Um, one was one was the one that they had to make in the workroom, and another one was what, one that they brought with them. And it told the story on, um, you know, why the, how they were related to Mama Rue. So um, I think the country cousin was the outfit they were allowed to bring with them. Mm-hmm. And then they had to make a high fashion look using backyard items. Yes. So um first out of the gate we had Miss Cracker. Um Miss Cracker was basically that that white girl. I hate saying this like this, but it is what it is. That white girl. Cause she had a needle sticking out of her bra. She had you know, the crimped hair, she had the chips in the bag, you know, clearly she was 
a crackhead or a meth head or something towards that effect. You could tell it in the moments, but her runway was funny. It was hilarious. Um, it was funny. Like her monologue behind her was funny. It was really good. Um, I think next. I say really, it was just funny. It was really good. And then next <laughs> we had. I said what I said. You got August. I got this. Um. Next we had a a a a want to do? Um, Juju B. Bitch, that hat. <laughs> I had to go back and rewatch, replay Juju B, and not look, so I could hear her monologue because I was gagged by that hat. That I hat mean, was that hat was everything. That hat was so good. Oh my god! But she looked like the character that she was. She was playing, and then I think the first thing she said was, "Sorry, I'm late. I didn't want to come." I mean, <laughs> bitch, when she said, "Once you go Asian, that's all you'll be craving," I was in my head front runner. All you got to do is not fuck up the next runway, and you're a winner, baby. Because I guess <laughs> that was funny. Uh-huh. After that, we had Blair and Blair's runway. The look itself was pretty good. She had the mullet, you know, the knee-high boots, you know, the 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 high-waisted uh, cut-off short, you know, the, the oh the look under, was the, the, cute. The, the look was cute, but the monologue, eh, mm. I didn't see it for that. Nah, it was like it was a little flat. I felt like the judges, like you should have really. You came with this very provocative look, and you gave us kind of like a vanilla monologue. It, you should have really crammed it up. Yeah. If you want to go there, go there. And then we had Shea Coulee, which was an obvious Kiki. story. Ah, Kiki. Which is an obvious story. And when she came out with that t-shirt, I said, oh, yeah, that bitch from Chicago. Because t shirt, I was like, Oh, I, I, I need that. I need that in my life. Who made that for you? Please tell me they in the city. Girl, please, you know, she went the over, there off, work. over there off of Madison and Pulaski. You know, when you go into the basement where they do them, uh, them spray paint shirts in the basement. Well, ho, ain't much left over there. Oh, they rebuilding it a little bit. I had one over there the other day. I was, I was passing by coming back from the uh doctor's office. They they got some shit open over there. That's not the point. That's not, let's, we're getting off track. Um, I need to know where you got that from, though. I, I don't want to have to research it. I don't want to have to ask around. Miss Kool-Aid. Shade of shade. Let me know where you got that made. I think she got that off of Madison. I think she got that made somewhere in the city because ain't nobody doing no airbrushing like that other than in the city of Chicago. They probably get that shit over there at... Um, at um, Oh my God! They got one at um Forest City too, and at Nigga Oaks, I believe they do spray painting out there. But you know, nigga- oh shit. Um, then we had Alexis Mateo what? as Carchita. What? What? I ain't saying nothing. It's Nigga Oaks. <laughs> it is River Oaks. Girl, ain't nothing but niggas up there. I don't know what she's talking about. Miss Alexis Mateo as Carchita. She tripping. She knowing nothing but niggas and niggas. That shit was so not funny. 
Like that whole look for me was bad. It was bad. The monologue was bad. It was like she was trying to be funny when she did the wig reveal. It wasn't nothing to reveal. I'm used to seeing reveals like when Roxy Andrews did her uh, wig reveal on her season when she did um, when they when they um, talk about full circle moment when they did Willow's uh, I whip my hair. Baby, when she came up out of that wig and did bitch sickening, or that uh wig reveal that um oh my god, she on the tip of my tongue. Um Brooklyn Heights Brooklyn Heights did on her lip sync, but she had the lip sync against, I believe, Evie. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's a reveal. That shit that Alexis did, I don't know what the fuck that was. And I feel like you missed your niche, mommy. You should have came as a mariachi person. Like, fuck it. If you don't really got a celebration like you don't know because it's not your culture. Go with your own. You should have came out with the full band. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, she's not Mexican. She's Puerto Rican. Same difference. Oh. They all have a. They all have a band. I'm gonna let them come for you, honey. I'd have lived over her to know that they all got a band. It might not be a mariachi. They got a band. You could have did Selena's. Anything. Selena's is Mexican. Anything but what she did. So the runway looks. Um, <laughs> that shit was terrible. I was like, "Mommy, you but you know that you are number one to get the chop." You mm. said yourself in your confessional, "I must be perfection, or I am going home." Mm-hmm. And okay. I done been to a lot of barbecues. I ain't never seen that lime green get up and done on. I mean, that don't even look like you was going to no barbecue. I thought she was going to the club. Exactly. They didn't. You you missed all the marks. You did a Blair Sinclair. It was. I don't know. And I. It was weird. Okay, let's go with the runway. So. Cracker did a really cute little. It was like a little jumpsuit, but Cracker doesn't. Cracker doesn't wear a breastplate, which is fine. I don't care about that. Um, she does pad. The dress was cute to me. I don't know if it was enough. I feel this is my opinion. That Cracker goes to that silhouette a lot. That's true. And in the past, the good judges, specifically Visage, has gone in on Queens, Vanessa Vanjie Mateo, for wearing the same silhouette mm-hmm. over and over mm-hmm. and over again. She's done, to, she's done it to a lot of queens. And she did it to um J. Jolie. Uh-huh. She did it to um what was that? Uh, would you niggas stop killing each other? Because I don't want to hear that damn siren. Um she's done it to a lot of queens in the past, and I think that this is another time when we see her do the same silhouette. But to be fair, it was cute. It was cute. It met the challenge. I have no problem with I, the look. I, I have no problem with the look. But, but like, when I saw her come down the runway, I was like, ooh, Michelle about to get her. Because here come that same silhouette again. 
And what does Michelle do? Not. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bitch. You know, you never know what you're going to get out of Michelle. <laughs> um, Next, we have uh, Juju B. And she did this really cute little, like, maxi dress. It wasn't a maxi. It was like a fitted maxi dress. It had the little watermelons on it. I mean, she was she was cute, you know. It is what it is. She had the little coiffed hair. Very classic. I thought it was a very classic juju look. That is something that and I for a bitch who did not know how to sew to put that together, I was impressed. I personally thought that that's something that I would wear to a barbecue. It is something I would wear to a barbecue with a cute little sandal. In, in, in my hair on top of my head. That's I would have worn that just the way it was. But of course the judges, you know, had to find something and it was oh well, you know, the the lining, the sewing lining is a little bit off. You can see it when you da da da. And Juju was like, I fucking hated this challenge. Um <laughs> I <laughs> I do not sew, I glue. And Loki, I had to ask for help. We didn't get in this one. So for this this is an accomplishment, and I, I'm gonna stand by it. And you know, she did it in a classic juju way, so it was funny and articulate and cute. But you know, underneath all Take that, it was, like, it was like, girl, please, I don't sew. This is this is way more than what you would get from a bitch that don't sew. Next, we have uh, Blair. Now, oh God. We, I'm just gonna start calling her. Didn't get the challenge again. No, she got the challenge, but I think she was trying. That's not really what it was. She was trying, in her opinion, to be high fashion couture, and she's talking to Cracker while she's putting these scraps together, and Cracker's just making his face like. I, I understand. I, I I get where she was trying to go, and we don't really know in real time how much time they have to prepare these looks. I don't know if it's a twenty-four hour period, forty-eight hour period, seventy-two hour period, whatever it is. Um, but she took thirty minutes. She put that together in thirty minutes or less, like it was a Pizza Hut delivery. It looked. It did. The, the look did look unfinished. It did. Unstarted? Um, it, it looked unfinished, but I just felt like it was the concept of what she was trying to go for, I've seen the silhouette that she was trying to do before. So I knew the concept of it. But the execution of it was a little lacking for me. I'm being nice. Um, I felt as a bitch that don't sew, that it did, it was it was good for what it was. Excuse me, but I also felt like um, uh, when Cressley, Cressley, Lord, um, Carson, excuse me, uh, called him out his last name for some reason. Um, said, okay, so what is that? The lining from like a chair? It that looked very unfinished. She could have just so it took him pinned. to point it out for you to know that she pulled that lining from a chair. It didn't scream that she used any real backyard item. It looked like she took a little piece of pink gingham and sewed some scraps to it. I don't, I didn't, I didn't, I, I, because I knew what the vision was that she was trying to create. 
And then the tuck was like off. Like the lining of the tuck was off. So it looked like a third of a vagina. It was weird. I don't know. And maybe I was paying too much attention to it, but it was weird to me. Um, but as far as sewing challenges, it, it was okay for what it was, but I could also see how she landed it in the bottom. Um, well, you mean everybody in the bottom. You see how she didn't win. Well, but yeah, she's another she one win. that I felt like this week, both times it was just meh. Meh. It, yeah, it was kind of one of the that shoulder shrug, palms in the air. Meh. Speaking um, of meh, Alexis came out in this full red solo cup menagerie of it was fabric. A but I just felt like we just saw her in the same gown last week. The only difference between the gown last week and the one this week is that this one had a swimming pool attached underneath it. Bitch, I get I want, I, in my head, I wanted to know what was keeping the bottom of that skirt up. Because it was impressive and awkward, but still it was like, what is under there? And when she pulled that skirt up to show that she done sold a whole kitty pool. That was impressive. That was that impressive. impressive. I said, I know the fuck she did not make that. And you put together scraps. Do you see this? This whole to put together a whole dress. That dress was really nice. It, it was nice. Looked, but it did look like it was the same exact dress from last week. It's literally the same red dress. Uh, it's the same hair every week. It's the same as I I love Alexis Mateo. Please, I just I just want that to be very clear. But the same thing that we was just talking about with um with Cracker, Cracker having the same silhouette. Alexis does the same thing. Yeah, she went to her go-to silhouette. Who did not go to their go-to silhouette? And I don't even know what their go-to silhouette would be because, my God. Every week. Every week. That blue gingham ashless chap set. Listen, let me tell you something. I always stand for, for a queen that would wear assless chaps. And bitch, she did it right. It was so good. And it elongated her body. She that was Shay's already tall. Um, I did agree with Carson, Carson when he said it was a lot to take in because it was. I would have preferred the veil kind of stop short so we could see the assless chat personally. Maybe I'm asking for too much. Maybe I just like ass. I don't know. You're just trying to see your booty cheeks. Mm-hmm. I know. I paused and rewind and slowed up and sped up too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was good, mama. Really. Yes, yeah, very good. Um, That's Shea Coulee. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, she's going to be a tough one to beat. Um, the winner of this week's challenge, of course, was Miss um, Cracker. Cracker. Miss Cracker um, had to bow down to Roxy Andrews. Now, for the record, Shay and I have seen Roxy Andrews live. Yes, we did. I will send you the video because I still have it of Roxy when she came out here and she was at Roscoe's. Well, all the queens go to Roscoe's in Chicago. And uh, she lip synced to Cardi B 
I believe it was um, Bodak Yellow. Yeah, Bodak Yellow. When we yeah, were together, it was Bodak a, Yellow. Yeah, yeah, it was Bodak Yellow because she had on a yellow dress. Mm-hmm. And she came from the back of the motherfucking crowd. In the middle of the crowd, they made a they like the the, the Red Sea parted. Red Moscow's is not that big. It is not. The space back there is like the space of a nice sized master bedroom. It is not that big. It's not that and big. And we was in there on top of each other. And um what she did was so it was so good. And when she finally made it to the stage, because again, Roscoe's stage is not that big, like Shay said, it's not that big in Roscoe's. Well, not in the stage area. The the actual venue is actually pretty big. You got some walking to do to get. Oh yeah, the venue's nice size, but that little private room in the back. Mm, Yes, ain't ain't nothing to that girl. And we was packed to the gills, the gills, and that bitch. Uh, that was the same night that um, we fell in love with Trinity. She gave that. She gave that girl. Okay. Come here, bitch. Let me tell you something. You want to know what it, um, it is to be a, a drag queen? Well, you need to learn how to get paid like a drag queen. Here. What? <laughs> what, the, what, the, what the, I still have my Trinity to tuck dollar. I know I was I thought I had gave them dollars back, but apparently I had got home with one. You still have it? I still have it. I don't know what I did with mine. It's somewhere around here. Because I, I know I do not carry cash just out of habit because I work with um, children and sometimes they have sticky fingers. Mm, yeah. Um. Anyway, we got off track. And then sometimes they steal. Anyway, we got da, off da, track. Da, da. So, Juju B was robbed. Juju B was robbed. One. I'm just going to say it. When I saw Roxy, when I saw that curtain come up for Roxy, I said, well, girl, you ain't getting that $10,000 today because Roxy. I just looked at Miss Crack. I was like, girl, just sit down and watch the master class. That is girl, about please. to occur. It is about to occur. You should have pulled up a chair next to them and just let Roxy do her thing because there is no point in trying with Roxy. They lip sync to um, One Last Time by Ariana Grande. Excuse me. Grande. Not the wrong, excuse me. And um, Roxy in three reveals. She came out of the, she came up out of the 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 feathered coat that was a, that was a sickening look. It was. Then she came up out. It didn't it, it, when she came out of that. It was in like she was like it was like a caftan of sorts, really mm-hmm. pretty red caftan. And I'm thinking to myself, if I know Roxy, she gonna get to that ass. And oh boy, did she! Because then she came up out of that caftan, bitch, and it said thick and juicy written right across that ass. And then she made that ass jump. I said, the Lord is good. <laughs> Meanwhile, you see Cracker like bouncing around the whole stage. And like, it looked like she wanted to start off serious. But when she realized that wasn't going to work for her in like five to ten seconds, she tried to go hammy. And she just tried to ham it up as much as possible. What and she I just say? bopped around the whole stage. And then she's like, wait, wait, wait. What did I tell you yesterday? You know how when we used to rent DVDs and shit, you know, back before, you know. We nice. got all this technology and shit. And you used mm-hmm. to have a DVD player. We had Shrek, the original Shrek on DVD. And in the act, before you press play, you know, there's like a menu and shit. And Donkey is literally bouncing around the entire like home screen, like pick me, pick me, pick me, pick me, ooh, 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 pick me. That was literally. Literally. Miss Cracker. 
So the ten dollar tip will roll over again. I think both times the tip rolled, it was Cracker. Yep. No, Cracker got a tip. Cracker no, a tip. the first time, both times Juju got robbed, it was Cracker. Got it. Right. For the, yeah. The, the sec- both of the times that Juju uh, got robbed, it was Cracker. Any shout outs? None. I'm no. sorry. I, I'm gonna be honest. I, I did not mean to say that like that. I do have a little shout out. Okay. I'm going to shout out Juju B and her attention to detail, even though that's one of the reasons she got dinged. That little watermelon purse, that did it for me. I now thought you, that was so cute. Now, you know what I liked when she did with the watermelon, too. Remember when they were back and they were uh, making the... Um, making fun of Alexis? They were making fun of Alexis. And, and she was sitting there eating it, pretending to eat it. Pretending to eat it. That shit was so good. <laughs> it was the first time I, they... Put it on there. I'm like, how'd she get a slice of watermelon in then? Yeah, I was like... And then Shay was like, you, we see you over there eating that fake watermelon. They went back. I'm like, oh, shit, bitch. You had me fooled. <laughs> I thought she was for real. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Did she really I just want to give her that. I, I, I stand for Juju B. When we started this season, I didn't know much about her. Because, again, I, I started Drag Race around season eight. So, I've seen Shay Coulee, but Jujubee, to me personally, it's going to come down to Shay and Jujubee. I have to. I need to see Shay Coulee and Jujubee lip sync against each other. Oh, yeah. That's going to be good. I need it. That's going to be good. Because that's, t- that's two different styles of drag. Mm-hmm. And both of them are delicious. I just had a really quick shout out before we take our break. Um, I just wanted to shout out uh, BB Rex's um, uh, outfit. Um, the Louis Vuitton outfit? That bitch was so fucking sickening, bitch. Mm-hmm. And more specifically, I want to shout out that hat. Oh my God. If I ever fuck around and get some money, which the Lord knows not to give me, um, I want that. <laughs> I want that. That was really nice. And I, I and of course, I mean, you know, Mama Mama Rule always shows up to the. Look, we don't even have to. We don't even have to do that anymore. Just so like, I said, this bitch. And and then uh, then a really quick sister, her her sisters look so cute on the runway. So I just I don't know. I don't. All right, you got anything? You got any um anybody you want to bring to the altar? No, I oh. think this episode was fairly straightforward. Mm-hmm. We all knew if Alexis didn't win, she was going home, and she went home. Yeah, so I mean, I just kind of feel like we spent forty minutes talking about the inevitable. So let's take a break, and we'll be right. And we are back uh, to talk to you guys about a little show that we have in become enamored with, uh, season one, uh, episodes. Six of um, I May Destroy You entitled The Alliance. I think that this episode was the break that we needed. Yes. Oh, it was the break that we needed. It was the break that we needed. And let's just get on and on here to get into this mess. Now, um, a few points I want to just kind of go over. Uh, Thierry, Bella, Kwame, they go spray painting. Can I just uh, say that the artist inside of me has to do that once in my life? I want to do that. 
I want to do that shit. That shit looked dope as fuck. Um, they go spray painting. Basically, like, you know, Terry's trying to come up with these activities to kind of make sure that Bella's not alone and, you know, really trying to be the supporter. But I think that sometimes Terry isn't picking up on the insider clues that Kwame's dropping. But not nevertheless. Um, Bella... I almost feel like she can't see the same thing happening to him. Bella's, um... Basically says to her, to the, no, sorry. Terry turns to Kwame and is, uh, he's like, "Hey, you do know we supposed to be supporting her. Look at her; she over there on her phone. She's not paying attention. We supposed to be here for her." Da da da. And Kwame's kind of like, "But I'm here though." <laughs> but he's out of it as well, and like and she's not catching that he's out, out of, it of it as well, and she's not catching what that she needs to be asking him some questions. Um, I mean, either way. Um, Bella comes back over. She's like, hey, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to go ahead and uh, shake it out west to the support group. Um, so Terry is like, all right, well, uh, come on, Kwame, let's go. We finna shake it to the support group. Bella, like, nah, my G, uh, I'm going to go ahead and handle this on my own. It's for survivors only. And at that moment, you see Kwame kind of look over at her. And then I said, okay, maybe he's going to say something, but he never did. I'm and... sitting here screaming at the screen. Tell them so they can support you too. Mm-hmm. Your best friend is going through the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Literally. No, I, you should be able to come together in this moment and say, hey, this happened to me. I want to go with you. Mm-hmm. But he didn't. And so Bella's kind of trying to convince Terry that she needs to go to the support group. And Terry's kind of telling her, so you go go with a bunch of strangers, my nigga. Like, how is that supporting you? Like, we standing right here, blah, blah, blah. And uh, to which Terry tells her, well, it is somebody that I know um, is hosted by Theodora. Did her... Terry's face immediately changes. She's like, she's like oh, no, oh, you ain't going to that. No. And in that moment, in the before you see it like two, three times the way we watch it, I kind of was wondering why the fuck she was hating. At that moment, when you first saw it, when I first think? saw it, I was just like, "You're saying you're my friend. You're saying you're you're here to support me." When I told you I was going to this support group and who was there, you laughed. And then told me that I wasn't going. And as a person who's, I'm very private and I don't share my innermost with very few people. I can count them on my hands and still have extra fingers. If I'm telling you something that puts me in a place where I'm vulnerable and you chuckle, laugh, I'll never tell you shit again. I think it, in that moment, all Terry heard was Theodore. Which, when she gets to, when Bella gets to the support group, it is very support group-ish, you know. Very common, you know, in in the way that a support group works. Mm -hmm. And, um, uh, you know, they're going over their traumas. And Bella asks, asks, excuse me, uh, a very specific question. And what she says is, she wants, she says, I'm here to learn how to avoid getting raped. 
Because I think at this point, Bella doesn't understand that getting raped is a choice. I think that she thinks that it's happened to her twice, and now she wants to figure out the ways in which to stop it. I could have cried. Like, when she said, I'm here to figure out ways to avoid getting raped, I turned, pressed pause, I went up front, I poured myself a drink, because I, I, I don't know, I didn't know what was going to be said next, but mm-hmm. I was just like, bitch, damn. That was a bar. Avoid being raped? That was a bar. That's, <laughs> that, that is a very common question, especially for someone that hadn't gotten in the, the way in the show. She's getting, she's gotten raped not once, but twice. So it's a question that does bear answering. Which we don't really get an answer to because they flash back to their childhood. And look, thank you. Because I couldn't handle heavy-er in that moment. In that moment. Even though I had prepared a fine drink. The good people at Costco got something. I don't even know what the name of it is. It's in like Polish or something. But it's some kind a grain alcohol that's like 192 proof. It's even stronger than Everclear. I ain't been brave enough to open it, but if we had it got deeper than that, oh, I'd have cracked that bitch. Yep. Well, we flash back to 2004. Where were you in 2004? What were you doing in 2004? I was a freshman in college. Okay. No, I was a sophomore. Because I started my freshman year mid-semester. So... I started in January of 03. So January of 04, I'd have been a sophomore. Um, I was in year two of um, my four-year um, prison sentence. <laughs> um, I didn't go to prison. <laughs> Um, to the friends and family of the men and women of these armed forces specifically the Coast Guard I Dr. Shady Shade from Reality would like to issue an official bless her heart y'all know we sorry. She didn't mean it like that. I did mean it like that. I did. I did. I said what I said. We sorry. No, we, we not. <laughs> we respect you and what you do. Hey, you ain't got to respect. I was a cook. I ain't do shit. Fuck. And I- we we understand that, you know, because that shit was funny. <laughs> that was funny. Um, no. Uh, <laughs> I, believe, I believe in 2004, I was just finishing up going to um, food service specialist class A school, which is just a break. Like everybody goes to school for something when you get into the military. And I, like I said, I had chosen to be a cook. So I had to go to Petaluma, California. And that's why I was. Now that part wasn't so much as a prison sentence as my first part of it was. But um, basic training, bitch. I don't know how you made it. No, basic training was easy. Basic training got fun after a while. Um, you just had to get to the fun part, you know. After they extract you all of your wisdom teeth, here you. Now, I'm about to say that. They come your in. Your ass ain't getting the dough good, and they was like, they snatch, come, snatch. They come, <laughs> they, when you come in, that motherfucker, they say, "Hey, girl, uh, 
piss in this cup, eat these eggs, go to bed. The next day, they say, all right, girl, come on over here to this dip. Let, let them open your mouth up real quick. Let's see what you got going on. Oh, you got all four of them motherfuckers. Come back next week. You won't have them motherfuckers no more. What? <laughs> As a person that also got all of my wisdom teeth yanked at the same time, this is a total side track. I know the pain you experience. Cause I'm a dentist. I'm a dental phobe. I am afraid of the dentist. I've had horrible dental experiments. So when I got all my wisdom teeth pulled, they wanted to do left and right. And I said, no, y'all don't understand me. This don't hurt, so I'm not going to come back. Pulled them all now. Wait a minute. Did they put you to sleep? No. Oh, okay. You got the same treatment I did. <laughs> Honey, and my mommy went with me. So she drove because she knew I was going to be out of it when I came from out there. And she's like, I waited and I waited and I never heard you holler. And I got so scared. Because if I, I'm a dentist foe, she is the 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 essence of dentist foe. <laughs> and I was like, nah, I didn't, he told me there was going to be no pain. He numbed me up real good. I felt no pain. Mm. If I felt a little pain, all I had to do was raise my finger on the side and felt pain. And he took care of that. And we got down to the last tooth. And he was like, if I just yank it, we'll be done. And I was like, just yank it. So that man, I don't you know was able to You was able to talk? Yeah. They put that... It was so much novocaine in me. <laughs> it was more like, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. And I looked over there and I saw all the big ass teeth and the big ass roots. No wonder my mouth been hurting. Why is that in there? Anyway, sidetrack, sidetrack, sidetrack. So, so, okay, again, in 2004, uh, I, was, I was in the military around that time. I had already gotten my wisdom teeth taken, but I had just graduated from FSA school. They, they take your wisdom teeth, and just in case you don't know. When you get into the military, if you're a seagoing rate, that sounds, that's probably like speaking French to people. But um, if you wah, have, wah, 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 wah. right, if you have a specific genre of training that bears you going into the sea, going onto some water on a boat for long periods of time, they don't really want you to have things that will affect you that they're going to have to make that chopper fly. And I do mean it's a chopper and it's on the boat at all times when you leave. And they don't want to have to fly you somewhere because that's fucking expensive. Very expensive. So they will take your shit when you get into the military. Oh, she wears some teeth. Just in case. So you, so you don't ever have to have that problem. They said, does these hurt? I said, no. Nah. They said, okay, well, we're going to take them anyway. God bless you and your ministry. Um, and then they got infected and all the other stuff. But you know, but the shout out of it is that they have this peanut butter and jelly. When you go to um, when you go to uh, basic training, I'm gonna get back to the story of Bella and the girls. Um, it's this apple jelly that they have. You in basic training, and if you don't want what they're serving in the line, you can go make yourself a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. But that's all you get if you when you get your wisdom teeth pulled. They release you from the ward, aka the hospital, and when you go to child. Well, one, you get to wear your gym shoes. That tell people that you not you're not fit for duty. You just had your shit taken. So, or something happened, you can't function the way everybody else does. Um, so you go to the child line and you get to go first because you have on gym shoes. Something is wrong, baby. I don't know what the fuck they put in that apple jelly, but that shit was fucking crap, bitch. I fucked around and got an infection because of the fucking sugar. But nevertheless, that's why I was in two thousand and four. Um. So they flashed back we, we to flashed back I said to two, Theo's childhood because at the time I didn't realize it was all of them. Well, yeah. Well, we flashed back to to the first part of it is Theo, 
and uh, she's thinking in the house that she didn't want to go do some fuck shit like normal teenagers do. And um, she's in the house. She's trying to change her little brother bus in on her ass. You know what I'm saying? Getting caught up in a motherfucking jam. But, you know, she kind of, you know, deflects from it. She break open this shit that she didn't stole for her uh, stepdaddy, which hey. <laughs> People that know me, all I'm going to say is hey. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes some strange shit goes down in the elevator, bitch. Or in Walmart. Um, <laughs> so, uh, you know, she gets to the, den- to the to the table. They're singing happy birthday. You know what I'm saying? She's trying to get up out of this jam. Her mom is kind of being very accusatory towards her. To which- and she told her the full fuck off. I-, I would not have been able to get away with talking to my mama that way because... I'd have been, I'd have been dead if I'd have talked to Curtis Lee Davis like that. Let me tell you what happened. I'd have been fucked up. Curtis L. Davis. A.K.A. Ricky would have put his foot so far up my ass that I would be talking to y'all with his shoe coming out as my out of my throat right now. My throat. <laughs> that man been dead for 10 years, 11 years this year, and I've been still talking with his Nike coming out of my throat. Actually, daddy wasn't new balances, but that's not the point. Point is, is that, no, would not have happened. And I know <laughs> that if daddy was like that, I know Miss Gwen wouldn't have had None, 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 none. none. (laughs) Look, at this point, I really like Theo. At this point, you do. I do. Like she's the classic rebellion. Like I, I, like I see, I see her. I see her. I see her. Well, she goes to school, and she is getting it naked in the hallway with Ryan and. You know, next thing you know, she basically going on, and um, they go up, they go to like the secluded part of the school, and they start to have sex. And at that time, Ryan pulls out his phone and he started to take pictures. Of, to Wait she's a minute, like, now. Wait a he minute. pulled out his flip phone. <laughs> Girl, the early two thousands, bitch. So we had better phones than that. <laughs> I did. I still had my Nokia. I don't know what you're talking about. I still had my Nokia, but I had the one better than that. <laughs> I had what did I? No, you know what? I did have a better phone than that, and I had a Sprint. Remember those walkie-talkie phones that Sprint had came out with, and mm-hmm. then you and all of your friends had the same phone. Y'all could walkie-talkie each other, but you could also play like little games and shit like that. You could take pictures. It was like a, it was a smartphone, you know. But for 2004, this ain't this fucking iPhone and. Samsung 10 bullshit that we deal with now. It was what it was back in the day. Yo, I, I, had, I think I had old, a Blackberry. You old bitches that's listening to this shit know what the, I know what our demographic is. You hoes know what the fuck it was because y'all had one too. So she, he pulls out his phone. you like, try to take these pictures. And Theo was like, nah, bro. And then he like, so what you want me to kick you down? 20, 30, and I'm like, what the fuck? So at this point, when she agrees to the 30, I had to go in, go on to the Googles and figure out what 30 pounds, 30 pounds was. was, which is about 48 dollars about $50 US dollars. And I'm like, for some pictures, you're going to sell yourself for $50? Uh, but he ain't got $50, so whatever. But she agrees to let him do it. And at this point, I'm going, why is she agreeing to this? If she was so upset about him taking it in the first place. 
So, as she's they they'll go back to having sex again and she he, he is having a wedding day doodle back there. He is he, having, is. he, he. is having a grand old time. He, he is having a grand old time. Now, them, them strokes is weak as fuck. Man, look. So then he busts his nut. You know what I'm saying? He giving her money. At the time he giving her the money though, she throwing his phone out the window. But what she don't know we'll get to in a little bit we see her walking down the hallway she go past the cafeteria and you see her trying to get in and she grabs this knife well, at this point I'm thinking okay whatever you know normal high school shit you see a knife oh that look cute I want to put it in my bed for protection the other I didn't know what that was on I was like uh it's about to go down you mad maybe are you mad mad I don't know what's happening so um, next thing you know, you see her in the bathroom. Now, this is when we get introduced to ter- Terry and Bella in high school and how long they've known each other. I ain't talking about random shit in the bathroom, but they go in the bathroom, use the bathroom, go on ahead and pick up their matching book bags, which I immediately thought of you and I. When I saw that, <laughs> I was like, okay. Um, and then uh, they, they get on out to the bathroom. And then the next thing you know, it cuts to a scene. They're all sitting in class. They're in music class because I, you know, you, I know you picked that up that this was music class. Mm-hmm. And um, Theo has her head down and there's blood coming down her legs. I thought maybe she had caught a period. I thought so too. When Terry, um, when Terry pointed it out, I was like, did she get a period or something? Like, what's going on? Da da da. So when the teacher, and I did write down the teacher's name because I didn't think it was important. Um, comes up to her, she's like, hey, you know what I'm saying, what's going on? What happened? Classic white girl. He raped me. I didn't want him to do it. He pulled out a knife, and I'm going, wait a minute, did I miss something? So at this point, I rewind it. <laughs> no, at this point, I'm like, just when I thought I liked her. Now, I owe Terry a motherfucking apology. Cause now I'm starting now to realize why she reacted the way she reacted in the beginning of the episode. Because I'm like, no, bitch, you gave that up for the one time. You got no cash, and he threw his phone out the window. Oh, so no, no, you don't get no, you don't get no, you don't get no W's from me for that shit. You did what the fuck you did. You got paid. I for was it. with you all the all way into this, this moment. moment. So. It cuts to a scene and uh, Thierry, Arabella, and um, one of the other friends. Uh, I didn't get his, his name. name. I got his name. Um, oh, pineapple. The shots don't lie. Yeah, the shots don't lie. The blood doesn't lie. No, the shots don't lie. I was like, what is he talking about? The blood is the lie. So Marcus pull out his phone. That's what his name is, Marcus. And <clears throat> excuse me. Um, when he sends out, when he pulls out his phone, he's showing the pictures. Now at this one, we didn't know that um Ryan had sent the picture to Marcus, which was smart. Now I'm thinking about it. I don't know. I'm so conflicted by that. Mm -hmm. Because it saved his ass. Oh, yeah, it did. So, 
He don't want to. They sent it to Marcus. He don't, Marcus is like, okay, well, I don't really want to take these pictures to, you know, the, the police because I got other pictures. Well, he like, I don't want to take it to not not necessarily the police, but I don't want to take it upstairs to the principal because if they get to going through my phone, then ugh, we would both be in a bad situation. So Terry, like, send that shit to me. I got you, boo. Terry, I thought Bella, uh, said, send me, Bella it said send it to him. Because Terry was like, she wish she had a phone that took pictures. And I'm like, bitch, we is back in the cellular stone mm-hmm. age. So Bella get the picture. They take her and Terry take it upstairs. And you know what I'm saying? They basically free my nigga. Come downstairs. And they having this like really cool moment where it's like, no, nah, these white bitches with they fucking white tears. And da da da. Um, Bella said, "If I were to cry, all the teacher would see are weapons of mass destruction mm-hmm. leaking from my eyeballs." And I was like, "I think I need to put that on a T-shirt." Man, <laughs> look. man, that was so profound. I'm like, you could tell that that's not something the kid was saying. <laughs> no, but in that moment, you, I could. You but could it kinda, was still deep. It was really deep, and it was also really. It was nice to see these group of kids get together and have this monologue about how we're going to stick together. And at that point, they called themselves the Alliance. So, one point I did want to touch on in this particular regard is when Theo walks out of the school with her mom, of course the kids, they like, no, but she thought you had, you won. Gone on back with them fake-ass white tears. And Theo says under her breath, because she fucking know better, she says fucking African monkeys. And the scene ends up going back to and then then, it, then the scene goes into, you know, uh, another point. But uh, before we touch on that, even though that was really the main part of the story, is there anything else you want to touch in uh, in regard to that? I... <laughs> I questioned if he hadn't took the pictures of her if she would have done that. Because it appears they've been fucking around for a while. Because when they were texting that morning, she was going to text him what if I told you I loved you? And then she she took it back. Took it back, yeah. And just text, see you later. They text in a British accent. That is they fucking do. Dope. <laughs> See you later. Um, and I wonder, like, did she do this because he took the pictures? Or did she do this? Or was this the plan all along that day? Mm. And if so, why? Like, I, I felt really like I did not like the fact that he took her pictures without her consent. I felt I feel like we're dabbling around rape all the time. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. I, I thought that um when he pulled out the phone, I was like, whoa, wait a minute, Slim. <laughs> wait a minute. But then at the same time, it's this picture that keeps you from going down for this false allegation of rape. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm very conflicted about this picture because in my spirit. You shouldn't have taken it without her consent. But it was a good thing that he did take it. But even what he, the ones that he took with her, it. but with with the ones that he took with her consent, 
that he paid for that got him up out of that jail. But he promised he wouldn't send it to his friend and did it anyway. And, and I feel like yeah. I'm like I that makes me feel like so like conflicted and like fucked up about the shit. Because had he not sent it to his friend, <laughs> he would be fucked up. Yeah. But I'm like, well, maybe if he hadn't taken them, this wouldn't happen. Like, I don't know. This is a very touchy situation because this is a damned if you do and damned if you don't, but we don't know what would have happened. And I don't know that the storyline would have ta- taken place without this happening. You know what I mean? I didn't so, even write down the words fucking African monkey because I just... <sighs> I could not. I, I I had to because I knew I was gonna forget, and you know sometimes I get drunk, so um I have to kind of over um write my notes because I know what happens if I fuck around and get really fucked up. But I just um, didn't because I just before this moment I really liked her, and now I'm just like, fuck. Because I'm even you're just the- as every bit of tragic as. Terry said you were. Yes, and then ter- ter- Terry alluded that you were. And then, uh, you know, she goes back home and, you know, her stepfather, which I feel bad for this man in this moment. Because he's like, you know, I don't want you to go through, you know what I'm saying, what you went through with your father, but then you outright lied on this man. You lied on him. Why would you do that? And Still turns around and said, well, I lied before, so what's the difference? So when she like, what the fuck is you talking about? Mom's standing there like, oh, hell, now she finna spill Did you see the look tea. her mama gave her? Don't, don't you fucking say this shit. Don't you fucking spill this tea. You know we're supposed like, to take When this I shit saw that, that look, yeah. it, look, all black children know what that look is. That's the shit. That look is, the fuck you better up. shut your motherfucking black ass goddamn hell mouth up. Mm-hmm. Damn it, shit. Fuck. Uh, Miss Dr. Shady Shay occasionally gives it to her students. When they're doing a little bit too much at an assembly, you know, yeah, I sweat. You, mm, I will be embarrassed, but so will you. I do it to the, I do it to the, to, to the clan over there. You know, I occasionally I look at, no. I occasionally look at the twins and the, and the, and the, and the tall one, and just kind of give them the look, and they just be like, "Oh, I right, then." <laughs> Sometimes when I'm reading my notes, I could tell when my 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 edible. T- kicked in <laughs> it just said Theo at Gom girl Gome. I did not catch that Gome G-O-M-E <laughs> Jesus Christ well she's at home and mom and she's about to spill this tea to the stepdad oh, excuse me the stepdad and uh, she like look um, the reason why you sitting here my nigga I'm paraphrasing uh, the reason why you sitting here, my nigga, is because uh, you got more money than my father, and she didn't really want to be bothered with that motherfucker, and she wanted full custody. So, so she told me to, to make up a bunch of shit. She, she, so she told me this shit to say, and at the time I was seven, so it really don't fucking matter, you know what I'm saying? But she wanted soul custody, and it is what the fuck it is. Again, you had the, you have the money, so you probably gonna go through this fuck ass shit. But please don't understand that the reason why you sitting here is because I lied, and so did she. And this like, mom is, was just like, wasn't exactly like that. And I'm just like, you ain't even gonna deny it. It wasn't exactly like that. You had your uh, seven year old lie about being assaulted by her father in uh-huh. order for you to get full custody. Uh, that was, and then oof. they go to that clip of her 
back to the beginning of the story. Mm-hmm. Telling people that, you know, this is the group, it's for survivors, that she hates manipulators. And but that she's a you manipulator. Might, you, I might sound like a right icy bitch, but I promise you I'm lovely. Like, and it goes off. And I'm like, you're a manipulator. Yeah. But everything you said in that monologue is true. Because your mother manipulated you. did you. She used you. She abused you. Mm-hmm. I, in a way, you're a survivor. I just don't know if you're a survivor of rape. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I don't know. And I, I ended this episode feeling truly conflicted. Because now that I see how she was raised, I understand why she did the things that she did. She's just a broken kid. That grew I don't up know if and, I can and, hate her to, for that. I think that she's a broken kid that grew up to be a broken adult and then the broken adult in her is trying to fix other broken adults. So it's kind of putting a good sense of energy back into the universe, but I don't necessarily know that I forget give her from the traumatic experience that she caused on other people. It's very, I'm very unsure about it. I'm very unsure. Um, do you have any shout outs and or altar call for the week? I, I got a little altar call. Okay. Just just, just, just a little one, right? Pass office or altar call? Just a little altar call. Okay. So I was watching the episode uh-huh. and we get to the part where Theo's in her bedroom and she's texting Ryan and the text message pop up. Mm-hmm. I press pause. I get my glasses. I think I, I, I'm on top of it this week, right? <laughs> and y'all gonna put them text messages in a Nokia green screen <laughs> with black print. <laughs> I was pissed. I done told y'all Actually, this is like the third time HBO I done told y'all that shit. Because we had the same problem with in motherfucking Europe. I can't see that shit. Lime green and black. You said in motherfucking Europe. see the shit. So I still, even with my glasses on, had to get closer to read that shit. You're wrong. <laughs> How could you? <laughs> you, you? No key screens are probably the reason why my eyes are fucked up right now. How do, could you do, do that? Do, 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 do. <laughs> Dead ass, they need to bring Snake back though. Because I, I one, when I saw her playing Snake in the office, I'm like, ah, matter of fact, let me go see if they got one in the Play Store. Yo, Loki, I'm about to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, yo, I'm dead ass about to go look for it in the Apple Store. Hang on, hold you. Um, Retro Classic. That was a good one, man. That, that shit used to pass the time. Imagine being in Alaska with your phone. And you in the middle of the Barren Sea, and you can't do nothing but play play a snake on that phone. Oh, girl, that snake was wrapped around the damn screen, fucking around with me. I ain't got so good at it. <laughs> I got so good. Um, I don't, I don't have anybody to necessarily bring to the altar, but I do want to shout out the alliance. I think that, especially with them being teenagers, in this moment. It's good to know that you got friends that have your back. And it's even better that we know that Arabella and Terry 
um, Arabella and Terry have continued their friendship above and beyond, you know, their high school years. But I think that the 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 message. What the fuck is that? Um, Snake shit. <laughs> We're playing. <laughs> could you stop that, please? I downloaded it. Right, because you stopped that. I stopped. I, I just wanted to download it. We're recording, and that comes up on the screen. <laughs> I just want people to know that I mean what I say when I, I say what no, I, I mean. I can't have that beeping in my ear. This is distracting. I am <laughs> done. Uh-huh. I, was, I just feel like... Oh, God, I lost my train of thought. That fucking beat. Um, it's, it's really good to have relationships with people, and they know that no matter what, you got their back. And I know the the situation in the in the in the the way that he got that photo is pretty sketchy. Thank God Marcus did have it, and Arabella and Terry were okay enough to make sure that their friend didn't go down for some shit that he didn't do. And there's a lesson in it. You know what I mean? Like don't. Your friend ain't got to go down for some fuck shit. Especially if you can do something to correct it. I just want to know what happened to her as a result of it. Because I feel like they, while the Alliance was talking, they did a good deal of talking about how there were discrepancies and double standards for the black students versus the white students at mm-hmm. that particular educational institution. Mm-hmm. And I would like to know, was she suspended or expelled? Like, the curious part of me wants to know, Did would she have gotten in the kind of trouble that Ryan was about to get into? Because I think it's just as wrong for you to make a false allegation of rape mm-hmm. against someone as it is for someone to rape. Because you were about to, he, they called the police, he was going to jail. You were about to affect his fucking freedom. For a very temporarily. long time. Temporarily, because I'm pretty sure she cut like her thigh to get the blood to run down her thigh. They to figure that out, because that don't make sense. But I mean, shout out to the Alliance, because they're the epitome of the Golden Girls theme song. Thank you for being a friend, and back again. My heart is true. You're my friend and my confidant. <laughs> and it's a true party. And I invite everyone to you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's good. <laughs> um, well, without further ado, uh, I think that's going to wrap it up for Reality the Podcast this week. Um, go ahead and uh, drop your handles uh, drop your shit you can find me at reality the page on Facebook Dr. Shady Shay on Instagram and Twitter I'm learning the twits and tweets You can, I said Insta you can also find reality the pod on Instagram and uh, you can find Trash Can Tam on all social media platforms at Trash Can Tam um, and you can find me on uh Facebook by just paying attention on Instagram. Uh, <laughs> um, I've got some new exciting stuff coming up in the future uh, that I don't necessarily want to announce right now. Um, but when it does happen, um, we'll be letting you guys know. 
And uh, to close it out, this has been another episode of Reality the Podcast. You guys stay safe and free. And make sure y'all arrest Brianna Taylor's killers, man. It's important.